0: All right, on this episode of Bouts Talkin' Bouts, very excited to be talking with an individual who competes at Unified MMA 54, which all goes down on December the 15th, and a very intriguing, lightweight matchup that has been in the making for quite a while, as Craig Shintani and Tom O'Connor, test skills, and great having Tom back on the show. How's your day going there so far, Tom? Yeah, good
1: day so far. Thanks for having me on the show. Feeling good. It's fight week, so, you know, uh, always the highs and lows and in intensity of just preparing the mind and sharpening everything, just making sure it's pinpoint ready for for a Friday night.
0: Yeah, and you're a very cerebral, like, analytical guy from different past chats we've had. Like, how does, I guess, the overall approach, like, cognitively as you're in fight week differ from maybe how the mindset is at, like, prior points in the camp?
1: Yeah, just, you know, making sure that you go through the camp and now even trying to be more active and, and keeping my body feeling 100% at all times, any injuries, being able to adapt to them. So it's just now the little adjustments and making sure, you know, six weeks out is very different from four weeks out, very different from two weeks out, very different from now. And um, you're just going through with the team and talking openly with them about, okay, well, hey, what am I feeling? Is, is it hurting? Does something need to be fixed? And then is it, you know, the body and training or is it, the mind and do i just need to maybe relax recharge or or any of any of that kind of mind or body or soul right
0: yeah no for sure and i mean looks like a pretty big accomplishment happened relatively recently be remiss if i didn't you know mention the receiving of the brazilian Jitsu black belt there so big congrats on that man
1: yeah, thank you so much. That was obviously a huge moment, and I'm um, just so honored and grateful to get it, and to get it from Joe Marrera and that lineage is just, like, an incredible honor. Definitely, um, a whole new chapter begins, and, you know, it's like they say, go from White Belt to now, and then it's just uh, the beginning starts all over again, and I got many more years to, of work to be put in, many more hours of training on the math to be put in.
0: Yeah, and that's the cool thing about martial arts, because as much as this next fight is, you know, a chapter in your own individual story, it also serves as, like, an expression, you know, of that, you know, Joe Morera lineage you're talking about, just as much as you're, you know, showcasing, you know, your skills, you're also showcasing kind of those different lineages that you're a part of with, like, you know, Joe Morera, like, even Brad Wall, et cetera.
1: Absolutely. It's one of the the greatest things about martial arts, and, you know, there's these things that are... Uh, expressions of being a human, I think, and it's like music, dance, fighting, all of these things are really deeply rooted in, in, in being human in the first place, and I think it's why all of us connect to these things so well, sports and community, and so that is one of the things I, right away loved and connected to win when I very first started training martial arts because I always played team sports so it's such a big thing and a, uh, you know being on a good team a winning team with a good mentality a good coach a good leader that just makes you want to play harder do better and martial arts it's it's just like that you know times 10 is like someone who's passed on their knowledge of fighting to you and their ideas and their concepts and the way they think about fighting and in the math uh, you know in the gym and outside of the gym how to be like, that better version of yourself. And it's such a cool thing to be under that lineage. I respect um, Joe Marrera, Anderson Goncalves, my coaches, Brad Wall and Charari, so much. So, yeah, as, as you get a little bit of evolution and the, uh, recognition and level up to a black belt, it's just, you know, a great honor. And, and just continues to motivate you to keep keep pushing harder and, you know, inspiring more.
0: Yeah, and the story of this upcoming fight is quite intriguing because I did touch on it a bit in the introduction, but I mean, Craig Shintani is somebody that, you know, you guys have been aligned a few times at this point, like a couple XFFC attempts, and then also specifically under the Unified MMA banner as well towards the end of 2021 there. So like when I guess this came your way for this next one, because you were initially supposed to be fighting Ramil Kamalov. So like, I guess what were the Thoughts when the name Shintani came your way, because like I said, there is definitely like a bit of a backstory to it.
1: Yeah, def- Yeah, absolutely. Some backstory, and being in local MMA and being, you know, fighting here in Alberta and Canada, we're gonna we're gonna be crossing paths with those people, and it's just um no, I look forward to it because it's. It's a fight that's been building up over years, and I've had, to, I've had to be the one to kind of unfortunately pull out because of injury in the past. And so it's an opportunity for me to kind of right that wrong. And also just it's a super fun stylistic fight. It's a challenge of, my, of a similar game style where we have this forward heavy pressure, skilled grapplers. He's strong. He's athletic. He's fast and has that explosiveness. And then on top of that, he's you know he's a good grappler, so he's going to be playing the chess game with me and along with me as I try and put the pressure on him and just be a step ahead of him and lead the dance in the chess game. So it's as a stylistic fight, it's super exciting because it's a tough fight. And as you know, with me, I, that's what I want. I want to be making sure I'm challenging myself and having these fights that challenge what I'm what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to accomplish in the gym and my style. And so, yeah. It's a, in that sense, a really exciting fight. Have to be adaptable to change from Ramil you know, to him, but that's that's the sport we're in. You know, be making sure you're adaptable and able to kind of e- go with the ebbs and flows of the game.
0: I was gonna say, I mean, this isn't necessarily directly related to the shintani fight, but something I was noticing with like some of the build-up towards the initially. Scheduled Ramil Kamalov fight. It seemed like he was getting a little heavy into the banter a little bit. I felt like I didn't see as much of that on your end. as that? Uh, I mean, I just kind of find it funny because you seem like one of the kinder kind of guys in the game. Like you just striking as a funny guy to trash talk. I
1: got no bad blood in it. Like I, you know, I love it too. Like you know, some people that like, he's witty and like the way he's talking. He's talking trash and selling the fight and hyping it up. And that's a big part of marketing yourself in mma so you know for some people that's a big way to do it some people use as intimidation factor all these all the mental games that are going on when you're going into a fight but um the big thing is i think you know marketing and selling it and making it exciting and i think he was really at the end of the day making a business move being like hey this is a good opportunity fight for me to fight tom and if i can if i can get that fight i want that fight and so yeah power to him and i thought it was funny and it was you know it was was like i i don't end up doing that so but mostly just you know i'm not as quick and and cunning (laughs) no but i I just like to respect my opponents and it takes two to tango and one of my big role models in mma was george st pierre always has been and still is and the way he carries himself and tries to have this uh Disrespect for his opponent in that way, and I, I got nothing wrong with the other people doing it, but for me, I um I want them to be the best version of themselves on fight night against me, and I want to overcome that and prove to myself that I'm you know at the level that I believe I am. And so it doesn't take any any trash talk or banter for me to sell the fight. I just I love doing it. I'm gonna show up, and if the fans love watching my fights, then come out and enjoy. Cause yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going to be putting on the same show, always trying to push the pace, and just deliver in the ring, and outside the ring, be friendly and uh, and fun, and enjoy enjoy your time outside the ring.
0: Yeah, and I guess partly why I bring that up, too, is because, I mean, that Camelot fight was initially one that was, you know a lot of excitement behind it like people really looking for it but i think it really speaks to the prevalence of unified mma as like the big show in canada now that they were able to find a replacement like this where it's like oh damn like i'm just as interested in this one because there's so much history and you know skill kind of intersecting so it kind of speaks to like unified's profile in a way
1: absolutely i couldn't agree more it, it really shows that unified is a step above and it is uh the you know the ultimate proving ground ground for canada
0: And I saw they did have a post a bit ago, and I mean, it's one that I agree with as well, especially considering the current climate, like the post post rather from Unified's Instagram account was talking about how you're like right there, like one big win away from potentially, you know, signing with the UFC or, you know, something of, you know, that sort of caliber, like...
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the, the talk—that's always the talk—and you know, in any sport, as you're leveling up, it's you know, what are the next big things and, and talks like that. But the the main thing is you can't look past the goal at at hand. And you know, Craig is not going to be an easy fight, and it's going to be a, it's going to be a war. And I'm prepared for a war on Friday night, so I can't look past that. But I'm always training to just make sure I'm improving. And those those opportunities come as you level up, anyways. So, yeah, I mean, I I like people talking about it. I want people to talk about it as much as possible and keep you know, spreading good things and saying good things and and, uh, promoting, and so it's a very good thing. But for me, it's it's a tunnel vision-type focus, and Friday night I I have to put everything I have, every ounce of my being in the cage to come away with a good victory and showcase the skills that I've been working on. So, yeah, tunnel vision on, on Friday night.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And, like, anytime we talk about fighting, you always come across, like, that, like, squarely focused on the immediate defined task. But I guess partly why I brought it up, I think it speaks to the mental training that I was kind of alluding to earlier. Because I feel like for a lot of people, if there's even that, like, peripheral awareness of, like, oh, maybe you get a UFC opportunity after this, I feel like that would dominate a meaningful amount of their headspace. Like, is that something, like, are you just, like, that fluidly locked in on your next given task? Or is there, like, a very... I guess like conscious effort to like subvert those thoughts and be like squarely focused on the task. Like, how much I guess does your mental training play into this dynamic and all?
1: Yeah, I think it's um, I think it's a couple things. It's you know surrounded with good people in the sense that you know keep you humble and, and keep you hungry and just in the pursuit of making sure I'm getting better and and not anyone pushing me down by any means but just making sure hey like we're putting in work for a reason here and the biggest show you want that's what you want to be a part of but at the end of the day are you getting better and that's what we're doing and then on top of it i think yeah just the mental game of i've i've always loved sports and athletics and that the the mentality of these things you know um the adventurers that are trying to pursue, doing things that no one's ever done before, the the skydivers, like the, these people that are willing to go outside, the Wim Hof's that are willing to do these things and go outside, is like it, that mentality to really push the limit and and push yourself to figure out how great you are. That it doesn't, it does, You know, you just gotta set your goals and have your goals along the way. But because I've always been so I'm interested in that space and interested in these guys that are in these people, these incredible people and athletes that do this stuff i that mentality has always just kind of been just almost through osmosis learned and like a big fan of the the new zealand all blacks and looking okay what's that organization do and they talk about things like that you know you can't get past your beginnings of what the the work that you put in to get there you have to still be putting in that work sure you're developing and evolving but you, you know you can't forget where you came from in that way and so that, that at the start of my, or at the heart of my mentality is, hey, there's still more work to be done, and that I think helps keep me grounded in that, is not getting too excited about anything big, is uh, I want to make sure that I'm going to the gym and put in the work all the time, and, and the, the cards will fall where they may control what I can control.
0: Yeah. And I think it helps too that you're, I mean, you're never a guy when I talk to you, it's like, Oh, how's the specific camp going? Like, it's just, this is your lifestyle. Like it's who you are. It's a day-to-day habituations sort of thing. So I feel like that probably helps as well. Just the consistent linear focus.
1: Absolutely. I think it's just, you know, it's just a part of my, literally part of my day-to-day life. So it's just nothing, nothing changes. Of course, there is these goals and these priorities and these tasks that I want to make sure I'm getting ahead on, but, um, yeah, it's an it's a everyday life. Breathe it, eat it, sleep, you
0: know, 24-7. Man, it's just such an interesting fight style you have because <clears throat> I feel like a lot of the times we talk, to, it's kind of in line with, like, being squarely focused on the task and not overlooking things. But, I mean, you do have a demonstrable streak of, you know, getting these finishes, but they just seem to, like, organically manifest in the fight. Like, obviously, it's through strength of your own effort, but it seems like kind of an interesting combination of that, like, frenetic, like, forward, unwavering pace, but done, like, very purposefully and with a certain sense of patience, not, like, rushing for the finish. Is that just, like, an innate part of, I guess, your temperament and your mindset or have, like, the key people that are around you that we've been talking about? Like, are they people that have played a key part in really honing that for you or is that just a natural... Kind Of thing that I guess like ferocity coupled with like the composure to I guess not overreach, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely makes sense, and uh, thank you for saying that. I appreciate the words about the style, but um, yeah, I think it's a combination of both. I think it's it, you know, they are they're inversely related It's yin and yang is like i am built up on my foundation of experience i've had with the team i've had and they've helped kind of made me who i am today and then i the same in reverse you know we're kind of constantly building what my style is and talking to my coaches and like what i want to accomplish what you know what moves what techniques what style do i connect with and then building on that and i think that they just yeah go hand in hand is the the type of person that I am and the mentality and philosophy I have towards life just kind of fits that style of fighting which is what makes fighting so exciting really is you know you got someone that's really flashy and exciting you know not always but they're often flashy and exciting in life as well right and I like to just be strong headed forward and stubborn almost you know <laughs> I'm just gonna bulldoze forward and it's kind of the way I attack life as well so it's funny how it ends up being my fighting style a little bit as well
0: yeah, no, I mean, it's tremendously exciting and kind of like going back to what we were talking about before with like the trash talk or sometimes lack thereof. I feel like you're definitely one of those guys where it's like your fighting style definitely, you know, speaks the volumes and really sells it. So, I mean, yeah, definitely like one of those guys where you do your big talking in the cage. And I mean, I, th- I think that contrast is kind of fun, too. I mean, I do like guys in the sport who are kind of like a Wonderboy Thompson sort of type or Sage Northcut Like a guy who's just like super casual, but like very skilled
1: absolutely yeah there, there's room for every type of person in the sport and right it's like it's athletes in general it's who do you connect with who do you have fans of like how, you know who's who do you most connect with and see the expression of yourself in them and that's lots of times who you become a fan of so um yeah it's good i think uh, same thing. Uh, it's funny because you got one. You'll be a fan of one fighter that's flashy and talks trash, and it's like, oh, and you're like, I for some reason I just like this guy. He's awesome. I'm a fan of him. And the yeah. next guy is, you know, stoic and doesn't say much and always kind of quiet, and you like him too. The Fedors, you know, you got kind of a Wanderlei silver or a Fedor. Well, you can you can like both of them. You can connect to both of them for different reasons, but they they. That's true... uh, true, Martial arts is such a true expression of who you are. So that's one of the things we love about it, I think.
0: Yeah, for sure. As much as, like, the skills are a key part of it, like the persona or character, quote-unquote, I mean, definitely... A big part of it, also, but it's always great getting to talk to you ahead of these fights, man. I feel like you've got such a great mind for the game, and I mean, just such an exciting fight coming up. So I had to get some insights before it all went down, but also do want to be mindful of your time as well, Tom. So in saying that, do you have perhaps like a final parting thought you'd want to touch on as we're sort of wrapping up here, man?
1: Yeah, no, just thanks for having me on. I always appreciate coming on, you know, talking fights and then getting just getting my mind and into talking about what's upcoming, and uh, yeah, just. Discussing it, I always enjoy. So, thanks for having me on. And last thing would be just be to thank all my team, everyone at PFA, you know, all my all my family and friends that support, and everyone that comes out and always training partners that are always working with me. My sponsors: Emerge Mortgage Group, Liquid Empire Heating and Air Conditioning, Heating and Air Heating and Plumbing Group, uh, Frontline Towing, and Forged Forged uh, Iron stout, or Forged Stout is another one. It's just new, just just got it today, and so it's super exciting to be a part of them. They just sponsored um, Unified as well, so really excited to be working with them, and yeah, just thanks to all my all my support and all my team.
0: I was going to say, maybe a little something to dip into after the co-main event here.
1: Yeah, 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 we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll be, it'll be there, so I'll, I'll have to get a photo with it, send it to Connor or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like I said before, I mean... Again, no, tremendously exciting fight, man, and going to be definitely peeping this on UFC Fight Pass. And to reiterate, thank you for making the time, you know, just a few days out from this Craig Shantani fight. And as someone who's kind of followed the Canadian scene for a few years now, definitely have been excited for this one for a while. So to that point, you know, to reiterate, thank you so much for the time and have a good rest of your day, man. And looking forward to peeping this one when it goes down as well.
1: Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Don't blink. Keep your eyes out.